social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon on this, uh, well, my goodness, stormy Tuesday. It's 12.06. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. Good afternoon, one and all, everyone tuning in on Facebook. Folks, we have the Facebook Live. It's the Noon Report. I did get an email. Now, Juan, when is this Noon Report? All right, let me think about that just for a moment. Noon report. When would the noon report be? This is a little bit along the lines of who's buried in Grant's tomb. The noon report is at noon. That is exactly right. That's oh, I get it. Yeah, that's right. That's why we call it the the noon report. Folks, in the noon report, and it's the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM, is brought to you by Brood Awake. Check the website, Brood Awakenings. Had a great meal there just the other day. Sal and I, fantastic. Our friend Dave Levesque. You know, everything is fresh. I wrote a review of it for the Rhode Island Wave. And even I, I have to admit, I mean, I love Brood Awakenings. Folks, stop in. There's one near you. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. across Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Full bar. The beautiful one. Downtown Providence. 100 Westminster. Full bar. Which Juan always likes. Um, but you can order online. But whether it is uh, breakfast and they have delicious breakfast sandwiches or muffins or maybe some of their delicious drinks, the cappuccino, of course, caught. Donuts they have, which I love, are the acai bowls, which are just delicious. Folks, that and even penne pasta and delicious burger. It's brood awakening. Stop in. Everything's fresh. You know what I like is you're just not rushed there. Uh, It's delicious, fresh food, and you can either work. Or I have a lot of different meetings. People say to me, you know, Juan, can we meet to tell you about so forth? I say, meet me at the Brood Awakenings, Bald Hill Road. Or I'll say, if it's in Cranston, meet me at the Brood Awakenings. <clears throat> meet me at the one right there on Pontiac Avenue. Or if it's someone in Johnston, meet me at the Brood Awakenings in Johnston. And I'm going to do the same thing for Providence. Uh, there's no, good seating, televisions at the bar, fresh food, and you're just not rushed. It's nice and comfortable. Folks, stop in and... Again, there is a direct, uh, direct link, excuse me, Toy Boat, on the website, dipetro.com, which on dipetro.com, by the way, folks, it is amazing how much the chosen one uh, does influence the rest of the media. For instance, if you if one were to log on to petro.com, you can uh, see that we have the story where Governor McKee was at a big celebration over the weekend, and he's there. And he's with all these other people, and they're waving masks. And then, well, they don't have masks on. They're waving their napkins. Would you think of that with the germs inside? And we posted that. And then I hear all the media start to pick up on. And our sources, forget our sources tell us. that That's all BS. It's Why not just say, you know, I logged on to thepetro.com, voted best local news site by the Readers of Island Monthly, and I saw the video. Of the governor there waving his uh, napkin. And it also, coming up at 1230, we're going to speak with Representative Patricia Morgan, who was on Fox and Friends early this morning, talking about what we're going to talk about. And then, of course, you know, people pivot into that. So, folks, it's fine, right? Juan is the influencer, influencer on news discussions. <clears throat> and I also mentioned that the Wall Street Journal had a very strong editorial Folks, you know, I get nervous whenever I hear Rhode Island will be the first in the nation for, you know, those words normally don't don't go well together. Those that that's normally that that's not a good combination when Rhode Island is going to be the first in the nation and it's to try to do these injection centers. As a matter of fact, it's it's a bad idea. So I know the way it's being described, right, as you have a and you do have a true epidemic. But just follow the logic here. And again, I'll go to the Wall Street Journal. Critics, including some lawmakers, say the sites are an enabling drug use. They absolutely are enabling drug use. Supporters say ending drug dependency. Uh, it'll be a Roman and detoxification programs where supervised injection sites have been introduced. And no, we're going to we're going to. How are you getting people off of drugs? If you're going to let them, basically, you're going to legalize. <clears throat> Governor McKee should put this on the ballot. He and, you know, the Matos-McKee administration. Why not put it on the ballot? 
in Rhode Island, should heroin, fentanyl, and meth be legal? Because that's basically what you're doing. The police are not going to be allowed around the zone. Drug dealers are going to be all over the streets. Folks, let's see if they put one up in Cumberland. A lot of free land up there, maybe near Phantom Farm. Where are they going to put these junkie centers? Discover drugs in Rhode Island will be the billboard. <clears throat> so, of course, they want to say, oh, no, no, this is to these harm reduction centers. These are to get, yeah, these are to get people off drugs by giving them pure drugs. Does anyone understand that? No, the, the way to get people off drugs is to eliminate and get rid of drugs, not have open borders where the illegals are bringing them over the border. Rhode Island is set to codify rules for operating supervised injection sites starting in January. This is a bad idea. I'm telling you right now it's a bad idea. There's nothing good that's going to come from this. When you set up areas of Rhode Island where basically you're legalizing hardcore, this, this is needles. These are true drug addicts. This is Discover Rhode Island, the junkie state. And let me ask you this, folks. Number one, is this really going to help the people that have drug problems? I, I'm not sure. I don't see how it does. You're just going to increase the number of people that are actually using drugs. That's really what you're going to do. Because now you say, come, we'll test your junk, right? We'll test your heroin, fentanyl. We'll make sure it's pure. Then we'll give you a clean needle, set you up over there. Oh, do you need help? I mean, I, I, I get uncomfortable even picturing this. And think of the people that say, no, I'm, I'm off drugs. I'm not going to use them again. They're destructive. And what's Rhode Island saying? And, folks, this falls on the McKean-Matos administration. It does. Because I believe if there was someone else who was the governor, they would say, no, we're not going in this direction. We're not. So you know there's some money payout with this whole thing. Now, no one will be arrested for bringing heroin into these injection centers. And a big part of this is going to be where are they going to put them? You know, you already have a rep in South Providence saying, don't put them in my area. Well, what does that mean? What do you mean don't put them in your area? You know, between the homeless and the panhandlers and the Black Lives Matter and the progressives and uh, and now giving out uh, slave reparations the way they are in Providence. You know, we, where is all this leading? That's my question for we, where is this? Do they really think this is going to be a more productive workforce? Is that what they do? They really believe by having these injection centers. Do you know there are people that they go to electric boat? They fail the drug test and they can't get a job at electric boat because you can't have drugs in your system if, in fact, you want to work there. Well, this is going to another level. What is this going to do to the workforce? You know, all of this talk about we're going to make free tuition at CCRI and and we're going to improve the school system and blah, blah, blah. And then you turn around and they are basically legalizing the most, um, excuse me, lethal, addictive, deadly drugs. There are people that die from a heroin um, addiction and overdose. There are people that die from a fentanyl addiction and overdose. There are people that who their lives are ruined, their families' lives are ruined <clears throat> on meth. Do you know what meth does to people? Meth goes into the system. I mean, I've spoken with members of law enforcement that deal with some of these people. Do you know there are people that say they tried meth And two years later, two years later, they could still feel it inside their system. It is designed to shock the body. It is poison in the body. And now what are they going to do? Oh, we're going to have safe injection centers. This is maybe one of the worst ideas ever. Possibly one of the worst ideas ever. It'd be hard to come up with one that is not. That is as bad and destructive as this. 
Now, also, Channel 12 did a piece on that 195 land. Now, there's a lot left out that I'm going to get to. First of all, I credit them. All right, nice job. Uh, Steph Machado did a piece on it. I have no problem with that. Some of the numbers are staggering. Uh, there's certain things omitted, though. See, here's my problem at 1216 with the local press, is they always have to follow the political wins. And one of the political wins they always follow is, you don't say anything that's going to upset the unions. You don't say anything that will ever upset the unions. Therefore, uh, for instance, the 195 land, they don't even include in the piece that a huge obstacle and a huge barrier and a huge deterrent to buying and building on that 195 land was you had to use all of the unions, such as there's a very famous successful contractor. He said, here's what I want to do. I want to buy these parcels of land. I have $300 million that I have. I have my crews. I'm going to build it. And boom, that'll be huge. And you know what the state said? No. Why no? In Ramundo was governor, by the way. You can't blame this one on Gump, on Chafee. Because they said, no, you have to use all the unions. And this developer said, I don't need all those unions because especially the carpenters union some of these others they they juice up the price by 25 percent they're going to kill the project i have margins that i need to stay within to make this profitable they're going to destroy that i have crews that have built buildings i don't want to use these union crews no you have to use not just a few all of the unions and it raises the price of it And then developers said, forget it then. We're not going to go with it. What's another piece of the puzzle that no one talks about? Political insider, Diana Kelch. She was a lobbyist at the time, former host of Lively Experiment. Do you know under Chafee, she was getting $10,000 a month retainer to put out brochures. And then even name the land the link. Of course, none of that is mentioned. Because we don't want to mention any of the political insiders. We don't want to upset the unions. But Chafee, how much Chafee projected that 195 land, what it would be, and what it is, are night and day. And then you also have someone like an Alorza, who is against building anything. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this uh, stormy Tuesday is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. <clears throat> Folks, stop in and see them. Now, they have pumpkins and straw and sugar pumpkins, fall decorations, so much more. This is still a tremendous time to improve your property. Hey, this week, you know, with all this rain, don't let it go to waste. Stop in and see them at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Pop in and see them. They have the terrific kale, and they also have the gourds and the pumpkins and straw it just looks terrific. Screen loom, crushed stone, gift certificates are available. Folks, take a ride. Rhode Island's number one garden center. They're calling your name. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And look for them on Facebook. Again, I refer you to the, uh, refer you, excuse me, to the website, uh, depetro.com. We have so many unique stories. We are going to be having a story coming up on these injection centers. And depetro.com, which is what the Centerdale Revival, comfort food, cocktails, winner of several Rhode Island Monthly Awards. Folks, everyone I send there just raves about Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. Again, there's a link on the website, petro.com. But let's just be very clear, right? Like I like to, and many of you know, I like to deal in reality. If you have an area, right? If you have an area where you say, if you have heroin and fentanyl and meth and you bring it into a place <clears throat> and you won't be arrested for it. Well, that's basically a police-free zone. And let's let's also um, let's talk logical about this. If you were a drug dealer, if you were a cartel, and you're a cartel, and you sell heroin, and you move fentanyl, I was warned about this when I was down in D.C. for our broadcast. If you move meth and hair, I know it's terrible. I hate even talking about it. I can't believe we have to have this discussion and say, and Rhode Island's going to be the first place in the country to have this. Rhode Island's going to be the Petri dish. Rhode Island's going to be the experiment. 
not San Francisco, not Portland. And those people are nuts. Not the West Coast, not Seattle or Portland or San Francisco. No, Rhode Island's going to be the first to legalize hard. These are hard narcotics. When you have someone shooting up heroin, shooting up fentanyl, shoot and, and meth, and what do they what do they say? Oh no, we're going to do it safely. That way, no one's going to ID OD. Folks, you're you're telling people there are people borderline. You know, there are people that say, "I can't inject something in my arm. I can't. I'll snort it. I'll smoke it." But I can't inject something in my arm. And then Rhode Island steps forward and says, we'll do it for you. We'll do it safely. Just think, you can be a heroin addict. We're going to do it safely for you. And don't worry about overdosing. We're going to check your junk to make sure that it's safe. How is that productive? How is that productive for businesses? How is that productive for families? Drug abuse destroys families, destroys individuals. But it's never that individual. You know, I spoke with someone over the course of the weekend. And right now they're going through this. We're a member of their family. And it's tragic. It's sad. Unfortunately, has developed a drug problem. And it is testing everyone's patience. And they're irrational. And they're making terrible decisions. And they're exhausting and unenjoyable to be around. And, you know, they're suspended from their job. And people are avoiding them. And that's just one individual. Now, you're saying to people, you know, we're going to do it for you. You can do it safely. You can use it safely. Thank God, Representative Patricia Morgan is speaking up. Now, folks, I agree. The, and I've talked about this. I can't believe on a Saturday, as I will monitor uh, first responder calls. And I first started to notice it, the amount of calls they get for overdoses, it's shocking. It's terrible. But notice, you know, like Sabina Matos, the lieutenant governor, everyone that's illegal comes to Rhode Island is, quote, a Rhode Island citizen. Everyone that comes here is a new American. So the drug cartels, the illegals that are bringing this stuff up from the border. And setting up shop in Rhode Island. And what does Matos say? You're a Rhode Island citizen. What does Lieutenant Governor say to the drug cartels and the illegals and the drug cartels bringing fentanyl and heroin and meth? You're a Rhode Island citizen. You're welcomed in Rhode Island. You are welcome to come here. There's room to house you in Rhode Island. We welcome you. You're a new American as she says to the cartel members. Think how just irresponsible that is. And I want to remind people, no one voted for her. Governor McKee chose her because he believes that a female Latina is going to help him win a primary in 10 months. He believes that. That's why he chose her. Certainly not in her qualifications. Certainly not in her leadership. Certainly not as someone that wanted to defund the police. She wanted to do that. She did those things. He selected her. And if I hear one more time, well, the Biden administration says, folks, complete nonsense. Uh, This portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by, remember, R.E. Coogan and Heating. It's Coogs. Call them today. 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. Folks, 24-hour emergency service. 401-732-6562. Look for them on Facebook. And then also the website is recooganheating.com. As Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Family business, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Explore their services. Now, listen, the heating season is here. You can depend. RE Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. Folks, DePetro.com continues to flame up. We will have more stories later today about the whole situation uh, regarding the injection. 
action centers. I think it's dangerous. I know it is, and it's wrong. And don't forget, topedro.com, which is brought to you by End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Dana, what a great operation he runs. Plus, they have the World Series, plus the football games, plus karaoke on Friday and Saturday nights. End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Uh, it's wrong. It's completely wrong. And, and I also believe, by the way, this business of, see, they want to do it as compassion. That this is a way to save lives. I would argue it, it, it doesn't. For instance, you know, they, they initially tried to say by legalizing cannabis, right, you're going to have, you're going to get rid of the black market by legalizing it. All it's done is increase the amount of people that take edibles and smoke it. We were, we were told by Twin River having gambling, you're going to cut into the illegal bookmakers, and actually it doesn't. Since Twin River started sports betting, the, the, the bookies have, their business goes through the roof. Because when you win with them, you don't have to pay taxes. Uh, you don't have to drive to Twin River, you just do it over the phone. If anything, it is <clears throat> erased the stigmatism and fear that a lot of people had about potentially, you know, getting caught, getting caught uh, betting on sports. So it's had the opposite effect. I am telling you right now. Rhode Island moves ahead. And folks, this is, you know, making news everywhere. I believe this is another, I believe, issue that could be used um, in in the elections. So if the Republican Party play it the right way, if they play it the right way, it could be Uh, much like critical race theory. Critical race theory should be used you know, in right now, in Virginia, critical race theory could end up deciding the governor's race. Something else is happening right now. The Democrat governor of New Jersey is suddenly in trouble. See, all the Democrat governors, whether it be Virginia or New Jersey, Biden is dragging them down. But what I don't hear is I don't hear that same type of war towards the Democrat Party here. I just hear a lot of. I think like cutesiness, right? Like all they, they, they don't drive at home. That McKeon Matos are bad for the state. That's if you want to be successful, that's what you have to do. But there it is. Rhode Island to become first state night nationwide safe injection sites for intravenous drug users. Folks, is there anyone that thinks this is going to be good for the workforce? You're going to have people that say, you know, I've been meaning to try heroin, but... I've always been afraid that I would OD and I didn't like the idea of the needle and injecting myself. And instead, now you have the state of Rhode Island steps forward and says, we'll do it for you. We're going to use a clean needle. You sit back. We'll help you inject you. We'll show you how to do it. And, you know, this business of Canada and Australia... And the Netherlands, yeah, you know what happens? The Dutch, they were able to cut overdose deaths by administering pure heroin, not heroin cut with fentanyl. Oh, that's good. So now the people are just going to get pure heroin. It doesn't mean they get off the drug. You're putting more people on drugs. This is going to, and here's the other problem. Rhode Island will be absolutely a haven If you're a junkie, right, you are heading to Rhode Island. I mean, if you're a big pot smoker, a lot of people moved to Colorado. When Colorado started, you could buy it legally. They did. And if Rhode Island becomes, you can, heroin is not illegal. Think about that. Heroin's not illegal. Um, Fentanyl is not illegal. We'll check it for you. We'll show you how to shoot it up. I mean, just terrible. Yeah, I like these people still trying to insist the 195 land is is uh, is successful. Yeah. Oh yeah, very very successful. All right, let me get on. Um, 
Representative Patricia Morgan, who was on Fox earlier this morning, who's going to, um, we are going to talk to her about it, um, because there's nothing positive about it, folks. There just isn't. Um, but you don't hear, I don't hear enough pushback or opposition about this. At least I don't. So I think, oh, folks. All right, good. Folks, joining us right now is our friend. She was terrific this morning on Fox News. It's Patricia Morgan. Good afternoon, Rep. Morgan. Hello, how are you? Very good, Rep. Morgan. Rep, first of all, great appearance on Fox. Uh, finally, people are waking up. You're the first one to speak up to say, uh, hold off on these safe injection centers. Yeah, what a miserable idea. Um, I, I, I really do think of them as, as harm-enabling centers, not reduction centers. You know, uh, Rep. Morgan, I watched the piece, and I even, uh, folks, put it out on Twitter. I'll share it on Facebook. But even the Fox News host was even somewhat, you know, struck by the dramatic nature of this, how this will, in fact, uh, we're basically, the state of Rhode Island is basically legalizing uh, heroin for people to come in. Hardcore drugs. Hardcore drugs. I mean, they, whether Matos and McKee want to admit it, it's going to be their administration that it legalizes. And Rep. Morgan, the more that word spreads, you're going to get drug addicts really from all over the country, certainly the Northeast, they're going to flock to Rhode Island and say, this is unbelievable. I can live and use heroin and live in, in Rhode Island, and no one's going to arrest me for it. Exactly. I think you're reading that exactly right, uh, John. Um, the law enforcement is not going to be allowed to be in that area, right? They don't want, you know, them doing their job to keep illicit drugs off the street near these centers. So um, there's a cone of protection for everybody who's a drug addict and, by extension, for everybody who's selling drugs, That's too. That's right, yes. So here you are, somebody up in Massachusetts or Connecticut, you've got a, 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 a bad drug habit. Where are you going to go? Yeah. Come to Rhode Island. Nothing will happen to you. You won't go to jail. In fact, we're going to really take care of you because we're, we're not only going to... Make sure you can take your injections right um, safely in a nice environment, in a protected environment. Then we're going to hook you into social services so that you get food, you get housing, you get medical care, a telephone. Hey, we're going to take care of you. This is going to be an absolute magnet. And that's not what we need. You know, 30% of the people in Rhode Island are already on Medicaid. We don't need more. You know, Rep. Morgan, not only that, you know, I was speaking when I was broadcasting from Washington and, you know, I was speaking with an immigration expert that said it's really the cartels that are involved with heroin and meth and fentanyl. They predict that Rhode Island will start to actually see the drug cartels come and set up because it's going to be such a pipeline for their customer base and for users. Yeah, to grow customers. Yes. You know, uh, when we were um, debating this on the House floor, um, Adam Stinger Williams got up and said, I don't want one of these in my neighborhood. You know, if we're passing this, this is not going to go in my neighborhood. We don't want it, blah, blah, blah. Well, who does want it? Right. Nobody wants it. No. Right? Except um, uh, Representative um, Jay Edwards, he's in Portsmouth. Yes. He said, well, he would take one in his district. Yeah. I'm not sure that his constituents want a drug enabling center no. in in their in their neighborhoods either. I mean, think of the. I mean, you go in, you shoot up, you sleep it off or whatever, and then you you're back out on the street. You're not going to go far. You're not going to you know go miles and miles away because no. you're going to get back for your next one. Yes. So imagine what impact that will have on the neighborhood. And, and like we said, drug dealers will know that, hey, they're going to be looking for their next their next hit. So we have to set up around here, too, so that we can we can be on hand when they, they want another vial of heroin. Um, it's, it's just, this is just the wrong thing for Rhode Island to do. And to imagine, we're number one. We're beating San Francisco. We're beating Portland. Oh we're number one. God. 
You know, Rep, I'm looking at a headline right now, and again, folks, speaking with Representative Patricia Morgan, once again, who's leading the charge against us. This is uh, Channel 12. Women arrested after police seize meth, heroin, cocaine from car. Well, basically, you're not going to see headlines like that anymore because if she's right near one of those centers, they're going to say, hey, wait wait a minute. You're not arresting me for having this. This is, this is allowed. I'm going inside. They're going to test it for me. They're going to make sure that it's, that it's okay. And Rep. Morgan, the other thing we're going to do... So they say, well, we think this is going to cut down on the overdoses, but you're going to so dramatically increase the number of uh, addicts that you have. So you will be keeping them basically alive. But if people feel, hey, I can function on this, I can live on it, they're not going to be productive. They may not OD, but they're also not going to go into rehab because now you're basically saying to them, we're going to help you manage your drug habit. That's really what they're doing. That's right. And that's the other real tragedy here. That's the other harm. Right? I don't want them dying. I never want anybody to die from a drug overdose. What a horrible, horrible thing. Right? For their parents, for the people who love them. But on the other hand, do we really want them to live their whole life as drug addicts? Right. Without being productive, without having... You know, all the things that people who aren't addicted have. Um, you know, I, I once got to speak with the group of, of people who had been released from prison who had really gone to prison because they were stealing and, you know, creating crimes because of drug habits. And they got clean in prison. And they were so happy to be rid of that habit. They said it controlled our lives. Well, now we're just saying... It's okay. We're gonna let we're gonna let the heroin control your life for the rest of your life. But don't worry. You'll get food. You'll get a place to stay. And we're gonna take and make sure that it's safe. What are we doing? This yeah, is, it's you know, just the wrong thing. Get them in treatment. Yeah. You know, it also, and again, folks, speaking with Representative Patricia Morgan about these injection centers, Rep. Morgan, it also. You know, it it not only makes it okay, but in a way. It, it almost treats the dealer like they're providing medicine because the person is saying, you know, I need that and I'm going to go and I'm going to use it responsibly and they're going to help me with it. And like that, that I'm not this, gonna die. Well, I'm not going to die. This, this thing is being turned upside down. You, you have yeah. people that maybe have been in recovery and maybe that maybe they almost had or maybe they did overdose and then that is what got them into rehab and that was the wake-up call and now we're saying you know no it's okay we're going to show you how you can responsibly manage uh your meth habit i mean it's so destructive it's destructive to the body to the mind to their families um yeah to their ability to function it is um you know i i can't help think that it's that fear of having an overdose. Yeah. Yes. That that makes people take that hard step of going into withdrawal. I guess it's got off. I mean, you watch television and it makes it look like it's just painful and torturous, right? Yep. So that's what keeps a lot of people from getting clean. Um, but but now with all these, you know, the fentanyl and oh. the, the drug overdoses, I can't imagine that people say, I'm going to have to take that hard step. Or I might die. So they are getting themselves clean. They're taking the hard step. Well, with this, you know, these drug injection sites, why would they make that choice? Right. I don't worry. I'm not going to get arrested. I'm not going to die. In fact, my life is better because I'm not going to. I'm not going to have to scramble around trying to find a place to stay. They're going to give me housing. They're going to give me food. Yeah. I get medical attention. Right. I mean, their life's improved. Terrible. I'm staying on drugs. Oh, I mean, it's all stuff. It's like robbing and them of their lives. Yes. Uh, in the Wall Street Journal, the administrator, the woman who is going to run the center, was saying, well, we're, we're looking to get Medicaid to pay for the treatment. Now, when, when Jay Edwards talked about this on the floor of the house, he said, oh, it's going to be all charitable dollars. They're going to get people to donate. Uh, the drug dealers would probably donate, yes. right? But, yes. Um, but now she said, well, we're trying to get Medicaid to pay for it. Well, that means the taxpayers now are going to be paying to keep people high, to keep them on drugs. And we're also then going to pay for the 
able to get all the social services. And they, I believe you. I, I believe you're right when you say they'll come in from Massachusetts. Oh, they'll yeah. Come in from yeah. Connecticut. Anyway. We don't need that. No. No, but on top of that, again, if 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 I was if you have someone who is a heavy drug user, a drug addict, and they live in New Hampshire, and maybe they scramble to find it, and maybe they scramble to find the type that they want and type that's you know safe and so forth. Well, if I move to Rhode Island, it's basically legal. No one, Rep. Morgan, no one's going to convince me it's not legal because if people can bring it into the center. And they're not going to be arrested. And the people at these injection centers will check it for purity and make sure it's okay and give me a clean needle. Well, if they're not going to arrest me inside, well, then they're certainly not going to arrest me outside. Because otherwise, how am I getting in? So where does it become, you know, is it one mile radius? Is it on the same street? Is it in the same town? How how do you, and, and here's the other thing. If I'm not going to arrest you for having it, how do I arrest the other person for selling it to you? I mean, this completely, whether intended or not, this certainly seems to me that they are legalizing heroin, fentanyl, and meth in Rhode Island starting January. You know, absolutely. If they're anywhere in the vicinity, I think with all of the uh, adverse scrutiny on police now that is affecting their ability to do their job, are they going to be aggressive about even were anywhere close to those injection sites and then maybe to get called on the carpet because, oh, you're, you know, you're targeting or, or whatever, you know, you're profiling. So they're going to stay away from doing their job. And their job is to keep illicit drugs. One of their jobs is to keep illicit drugs off the streets so more people don't become infected with this disease. Right? What mother and father out there wants their child to be an addict. Yes. None. None. But now they will have police as a friend. Yes. In helping them. And the center. You know? I mean, it's, I I don't, the state, let's face it, and folks, we're speaking with Representative Patricia Morgan. uh, Rep, the state is not prepared for this. This is going to do a lot of damage to young people, the workforce, uh, families. When you get in, I don't care how they want to describe it. But when you start to say, come to the center, we're going to check it out for you. We're going to uh, enable you to use it. You're basically legalizing it. I don't think they understand the ramifications of what they're going to open up. Um, and, and maybe conversely, if you have right now 1,000 addicts and they say because of overdoses, you know, the ratio of people that are dying compared to the addicts is high. But if you increase it now to 10,000 addicts and say, boy, look at that. We have now we have 10,000 drug addicts and only, you know, 10 of them died on drug overdose. Well, all you're doing is making more of the population dependent on these, yeah. you know, very hard drugs. I don't know if you've ever been out to Portland or Seattle where drug use is out in the open there. Um, it's very Nobody's going to listen to them. They're going to say, hey, just do it. 
Right. Yes. I'll see you tomorrow. You know, Rep, yeah. when, you, when you... Or later today. Or later you know? today. When you're talking about... I mean, it's it's even hard to believe the state of Rhode Island is going to move into assisting intravenous drug use. This goes to yeah. another level. Um, I, I don't think the state is prepared. I don't think they realize the effect this is going to have. Uh, this is so much more damaging than cannabis. They can do it under the guise of saving lives. But you're going to attract. I mean, when you think about it. Word starts to go out and spread. And when drug addicts all over the country, but specifically the Northeast, if you're in New England and you find out that Rhode Island is going to have these centers and it's basically legalized and you go in and they assist you and clean needles and they'll check your junk for you. I, I don't see how you describe that as other than anything other than enabling. It's like if you walk up to the bar and you order a beer and the bartender pours your beer for you in the glass. He, he's not there to make sure you don't drink too much. He's to enable you enjoy your drink. I mean, I, I don't know how else to describe this is This is ludicrous that they are under the guise that this is somehow going to lower the number of people that are overdosing. Because of anything, I would just think, and I'll give you the final word, but it's just going to increase the number of drug addicts in our area. You know, I think you're exactly right. I think you're reading you're reading the future yeah. um, for Rhode Island, and and this is a disaster in the making. Uh, we we seriously don't have the resources or the expertise to deal with this. And and again, I don't think any of us want anybody to die from drug overdoses. But you do that by getting people into rehab and getting them off of drugs. Yeah. All we're doing is maintaining bad drug habits. Yes, for people. And creating creating new ones, creating new ones for younger people. You know, that's right. Yeah. Um. Uh. Just uh. Just a bad bad policy. But as you know, John, Rhode Island is is famous for the bad policies. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Rep. Great job uh, this morning on Fox. Continue to speak out. You are the true voice and leader up there. And we will talk to you again. Thank you, John. All right, folks, Representative Patricia Morgan right here on the John DePietro Show. Folks, good afternoon. Again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at noon and we go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. And, folks, don't forget, now, this portion of the program, when you want to talk about natural products now, natural products, then you want to talk about the CBD store, the CBD store in Warwick. It's natural, right? All natural. 1845 Post Road in Warwick. If you want help, whether it be with sleep or with stress or you're fighting anxiety, pain management, Stop in, look for them on Facebook, The CBD Store. And remember, if you mention the John DePietro Show, it's 25% off. And I'll tell you what I have tried. Michael recommended it, and we tried it. But they have CBD for pets, and we started using it with a little rummy, and it's just fantastic. Folks, stop in and see them. The CBD Store, 1845 Post Road in Warwick, right off of 95, across from Airport Plaza. Easy to get to, and then find them on Facebook. I did post some pictures there as well. Try it. The Hemp and CBD, it's all natural products. Folks, good afternoon. Again, it's Juan. It's John DePietro. And next hour, I'm going to play the Channel 12 piece. Uh, And I already see there are some people on social media that are trying to push back. Oh, no, the 195 land is going great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the 195 land is it's going great. So, yeah, who believes that? Parcel six is being built by yeah okay yeah, so it's so it's a big success. My God, you know anyone that ever objects about that is normally people that are making money off it. Much like as I mentioned, when that thing first came out or they first unveiled it, um, one of the things that that came out was that a real insider, a real insider, Diana Kelch. That the Chafee administration, that she was getting paid eight to ten thousand a month to put out pamphlets on the land, which has been a total, total disaster. 
Um, and so, of course, the, the land is empty. Of course, the, the land is empty. And, folks, now, as far as the, the mask mandate, as some people have noted, you know, the, there's a lot of double standards here. Here's what I, I want to address as far as the mask mandate. I asked Governor McKee about it. I asked him about the North Kingstown School Committee. Governor McKee said it's up to those individuals to decide. So if you're one of those individuals or if you're a parent or you're some area where there's some folks, it's it's all local. Some people don't know who's in charge of what and, and this other stuff. And it gets convoluted and people have no idea who it is that they should be turning to, much like, you know, the frontline workers who I have supported, they're going to be doing a town hall meeting and they invited Senator Jack Reed. Well, number one, Senator Reed, I'd be shocked if he went. Number two, he has nothing to do with the Governor McKee mask mandate, nothing at all. So why confuse it? Why just like stack more people into the equation? You don't you don't need to do that. You don't need to stack more people uh, into the equation. Now, folks, as far as Biden, though, as I mentioned last hour, and again, good afternoon at 1252. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, the uh, the Biden administration, he is becoming, he is a drag. And what I, I mean by that is his unpopularity is really dragging down the way uh, things could go with with um, as far as these elections that are being held, whether it's the governor of New Jersey or the governor of Virginia. Listen to these headlines. Biden vax man de- delayed until after holidays is a possibility. Now they're talking about a yearly booster, perhaps even like the way some people you get a flu shot every year. Um I like this. Baldwin must bear blame, as star and producer experts say. Uh, um, I mean, that's a whole separate thing. But the fact that Biden gets pulled into Virginia governor race after earlier cold shoulder, he's going to try to go in there and save that. I, Folks, look at I believe it begins and ends with the price of gas. The price of gas decides a lot. The price of gas, it, it affects everyone. The price of gas, how the country is going, it could be so simple. And under President Trump, you know, one of the areas, when you think about the price of gas is kind of a sign, and they're all over the place. And it's really a sign to of of how the economy is going. And they're everywhere, and, and it's really a way for... No matter where you are, any town USA, when you see that gas sign, that's like a sign to me and I think to people of whether the economy is doing well or it's doing poorly. And when people see high gas prices, it affects people. And so, you know, it would be a small thing. But one of the the best things you could do, the smartest things you could do is if you're an office and you're the president is always try to maintain Low gas prices. If you have lower gas prices, those signs are everywhere. And so many people dictate that. People dictate. And and you could certainly argue that it's outdated, uh, that there's other things to look at. But without question, it's one of those things that if you have low gas prices, a lot of people would view it that the economy is going well. Well, conversely, if you have high gas prices the way we do now, then that's another way that people interpret how the economy is going. So, and right now, everywhere around the country, gas is at least or over $3 a gallon. And as I mentioned, in parts of California, they're over $7 a gallon. Uh, some of the inner cities, over $5 a gallon. When, when people, I think it's, it's, it's a mental, little mental thing. When people have to spend a lot of money or more money than they think to fill up their tank, they drive less, which means they shop less. And a lot of things start to get hit by that. They don't buy as much. They don't travel as much. They don't go out to dinner as much. They don't travel to maybe stores or outlets that are a little farther away. 
because they just don't want to have to um, because it's it's just a a psyche thing, a mental thing as far as, you know, the, the price of gas. Now, folks, right now on this Tuesday at 1259, don't forget next hour, we go until 2 o'clock on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. It's brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Remember, J. Perry Paving, they provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, free estimates for any project. Call letter J, J. Perry Paving today, 401 732 1730. Why not get your driveway paved before wintertime? J. Perry Paving. Give them a call. Licensed, insured, contracting company committed to meeting their clients' needs. I've seen them out there doing the work. They're fantastic. And what a difference it makes. My goodness, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway, you know what adds? Value to your home or a new parking lot. J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote. Remember, learn the benefits of asphalt paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on. It can be recycled, reused. J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. And remember, no one is better for our, to our veterans than J. Perry Paving. If you're a veteran or you're related to one, maybe your mom or your dad or your grandfather, your uncle, your aunt, no one will get a better package than J. Jerry, J. Perry Paving. No, that veteran will not get a better package than from them. You can also find them on Facebook. It's J. Perry Paving. Folks, as always, you hear me mention the website, depetro.com. You can see we posted the video. Uh, I want to be very clear. Where Governor McKee was, there was no mask mandate. But it does seem ridiculous that I was at that North Kingstown School Committee meeting. And they stopped the meeting because two people in the back didn't have masks on. And then you have the governor. And you can see the video on depetro.com. He's at an event at the hotel and not only do they not have masks they're all waving napkins which you think of it all the germs that could be in that and um it's just the inconsistencies is is unreal now granted some of its interpretation some of its interpretation meaning the the people in north kingstown incorrectly interpreted the situation regarding um the mask wrongly by the way governor mckee said it's up to them they were trying to insist there's a mandate with the schools I mean, you think about it. Does that make sense to anyone? People can go into a ballroom at a hotel and no masks and they're all waving the napkins that they were using with all their germs. That's okay. But you're at a school committee meeting and two people in the back don't have a mask on, so they cancel the meeting. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Folks, this portion of the program, though, check the website. It's brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. A great meal is waiting for you, a feast, mind you, at the Coesed Inn. Well, folks, good afternoon at 1259. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Here's what we're going to do. We are going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go right here on the program. Uh, we'll get an update on the news. I'm going to play you more sound of the day. Sound of the day, folks, of exactly uh, what's going on with the Biden administration, how prices, inflation is continuing. It's uh, it's getting worse. And then I'll also, I will play that piece that Channel 12 did on the 195 land. And uh, and as much as they try to hide it, that it, it's a disaster. It's it's a disaster. And the only people that seem to defend it are the people still trying to make money off it. All right. Let's get the latest news at 1 o'clock and then the power hours next. Stay tuned.